When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Is your bracket in flames already? Mine is. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance at 888-SAY-ESPN. At Chris Canty 99 on Twitter, at Chris Carlin. We welcome in the foremost authority on college basketball. It is Jay Billis, ESPN basketball analyst who joins us right now and Jay, I know that uh, you don't really know me. I don't really know you personally at all. But I'm going to feel very comfortable excoriating you here because I followed your guidance on Arizona, and here I sit. My bracket (laughs) is in flames. So I guess my first question is, what do you have to say for yourself? Nothing. Uh, I can't play for the team. So, you know, there's only one team that uh, that lost to a 15 or 16, and that was Arizona. And I don't know how it happened, but – you know, if I told you before the game that Princeton was going to shoot 40% and make four of 25 from three and score under 60 points, what would you have thought the outcome would be? I thought it would have been um, a 30-point game. <laughs> yeah, and maybe not 30, but, but Arizona was a 15-point favorite in that game and got beat. And, uh, you know, I don't think it was one of those games where you saw an underdog, you know, so, sort of play this amazing game and knock down a bunch of threes and you know, backdoor them and keep them on a string. It was just, you know, the favorite played horribly. And, it, you know, I, it, it does happen, but you can't think of that many. Um, there, there have been a number of, of, of teams that have played poorly and lost. I mean, you can't, you can't have an upset like that and have the, the favorite play great. That's not going to happen. Uh, but similar to the Furman-Virginia um, game, like, like, Virginia is going to play in close games, so they're not a knockout punch team. All their games are close, but for them to be up four with 19 seconds to go and throw the ball up for grabs, you know, a fifth-year senior that's one of the smartest players in the game, do that. Um, you know, those are extraordinary happenings. But but the Arizona result was different. Um, that was just uh, you, you couldn't imagine a team playing that poorly. And uh, Princeton won one game all year. Where, where it was like a 59-55 game. They beat Harvard. And Harvard, you know, traditionally has been a really good offense under Tommy Amaker, but this year they're ranked 250th in offense. And Arizona's ranked in the top 10 and, uh, and put up 55 points. I mean, that's, uh, that's hard to imagine, really. Yeah, my school pulled an all-time choke job, but it's not new to me, Jay, because seemingly they do this every year that they don't win a national championship. So moving right along, I mean, Houston's Marcus Sasser has to deal with an injury. How big of a factor is that injury going to be as the Cougars move through the tournament? I don't know. Um, you know, it's a groin injury. I don't know exactly how severe it is. It was re-aggravated uh, in their game against Northern Kentucky. They're playing Auburn next, and Jamal Shedd's battling a, a, a knee problem. I don't know how bad that is. It's certainly not, a, not good news that you know, two of their best players are, are dealing with injuries. Um, I think Houston, uh, that's going to be a, 
Good God, if that game gets into the 60s, that would be a miracle uh, with the way those teams, how physical they defend. But, it, it, you know, obviously if your leading scorer is compromised physically, that's a that's a strike against you and makes it a lot more difficult to win. But Houston, is a, it was surprising how many offensive rebound opportunities they gave up to Northern Kentucky, but that was a little bit of a different game because Northern Kentucky plays a matchup zone. They pressed a little bit, and they shot a lot of threes. Those are longer rebounds, and uh, Houston had a hard time kind of adjusting to all that. But it'll be a more traditional uh, game against – although Auburn can press, they they do do some creative things defensively. It'll be more of a uh, more of a normal – what I would call a normal game against somebody they uh, they know. Very recognizable voice of the great Jay Billis, ESPN basketball analyst. Follow him on Twitter. Great during the tournament, especially at Jay Billis. He's with Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in for Greeny. Uh, Canty wanted to gloss over the Virginia loss. I'm not going to allow that to happen just because. You're a bad teammate. Well, that and also, Jay, this seems to happen for Virginia a lot. It's either boom or bust. They win a championship or they lose early. What is it about Tony Bennett's program that has seen that happen over the last several years? Yeah, I'm not sure that's entirely fair and and completely in context. So when they lost lost to UMBC, they shouldn't have lost that game. I get it. Um, But they had had DeAndre Hunter, who's a lottery pick, injured right before the tournament started. So they were without one of their best players. They still should have won the game. I, that, that, I, I understand that. The, the 2021 game, that was played at, in the bubble. So they were playing at, uh, at, in Bloomington at Indiana University. They, they lost to a good Ohio team. But people tend to forget they were in COVID protocols and unable to do anything. for the. It might have been 10 days. I don't know what it was. Right before, they had one practice before that game. So I'm not sure that's entirely fair to lay lay a whole bunch on that. Uh, that was a bizarre year. Uh, this came down. This game came down to one or two bad decisions. Um, you know, they were they were up four with uh, with 19 seconds to go on a layup attempt, which just let the guy score. That way, you can get the ball in quickly. They have to foul. You win. Um, you foul there, and then not only do they shoot the two free throws, but they get to set up pressure. They get time to, to contemplate it, to set it up. It's basically like giving them a timeout. And then they got trapped, and, and there was an inexplicable decision by a really good player. Um, you, you don't want to say, hey, it happens, but you call timeout, you throw it off one of the defender's legs. There are all kinds of things that he, he could have taken a five-second call, and they would have been way better off because they, they would have gotten to play five-on-five on, five on an out-of-bounds under and uh, and I would have trusted them not to give up an open three in that uh, in that situation, but it was a just an unfortunate situation. It was very fortunate for Furman, and uh, and Furman's good, but but that was a game that I think any reasonable basketball person would tell you that Virginia should have won. Yeah. So I, now I, I don't know how I'm supposed to pivot off of that. Well, I'm just, still I'm still heartbroken just push over the loss. Just push through. I'll pick it yeah, up if you I want. Mean, no, no, I got it. I, I think I can manage it, Jay. I, I mean. What's the Blue Devils' path from here on out to potentially making a run at the Final Four? Pretty good. Um, they have Tennessee next, and Tennessee is not like they were earlier in the season. They lost their point guard a few games ago, Zakai Ziegler, who is their best defender, uh, their primary ball handler, their top assist guy, one of their better scorers. Um, they lost him to an ACL, so he's out for the season. 
and that compromises them. Uh, it makes it more difficult for their their who I think their best player Santiago Vescovi uh, to get shots. Um, it it disrupts their their ball handling. You just put the ball in Ziegler's hands. You don't have to worry about anything. So it changes everything for them. And they just came off a game against Louisiana where they couldn't score. I mean that game was was brutal. Uh, you know there there were in the first round there were 16 games yesterday. Uh, so 16 games, 32 teams. Only 11 teams of those 32 scored over 70 points, and uh, and five scored over 80, and four of those were in the against 15 and 16 seeds. Nine teams scored under 60, and uh, and Tennessee and Louisiana were two of those nine. Um, so Tennessee's having a hard time scoring. They're going to have a really hard time scoring against Duke. Uh, I'd be very surprised if Tennessee were able to win that game. But the top of the bracket is still, um, you know, Purdue uh, has to play. If they beat Fairleigh Dickinson, which I think they should, uh, as a 16 seed, they have to play the winner of Memphis and Florida Atlantic. That's not going to be an easy game for them because those are two good athletic teams. But but if there's a Duke-Purdue rematch, Duke's a different team than Purdue played in November. And with their size and athleticism, uh, their ability to switch things, uh, and they can bring a sizable double team at Zach Eady, which which you know they struggled with before when they played the first time. They they were very young then; they're not as young now. Um, I think Duke's got a very very healthy path to uh, to the Elite Eight, and uh, and now that Arizona is uh, is gone um, from the bracket, they wouldn't have to play them in the Final Four, which is uh, uh, out of the South. Um, yeah, that's a that's a, a good thing for both Purdue and uh, and Duke, I think. This is the Boost Mobile Tournament preview. Jay Billis, of course, ESPN college basketball analyst. Jay, last one here, and it's simply: what's the best game of the day, and what's the upset you're eyeing today? The best game of the day is probably Creighton, NC State. Um, those are two offensive-minded teams, and uh, and this has not been an offensive tournament to this point. Uh, but that game will hopefully be up and down and should be a lot of fun. And NC State's got incredible shot makers with Jarkel Joyner and Terquavion Smith. Uh, one of the upsets that, that y- you could see is VCU St. Mary's. VCU likes to press. Uh, they got a point guard named uh, Ace Baldwin, who's the player of the year in uh, the Atlantic 10, the defensive player of the year, too. Uh, another interesting game, I don't know if it's going to be an upset, but it's going to be interesting, is Iona-UConn. And uh, hopefully UConn was watching yesterday to see, you know, teams kind of tighten up late in games and uh, and, and uh, maybe they'll learn something from that. They're playing a pressing team in Iona that can cause them some problems and disrupt uh, their ability to, you know, get the ball inside and all that. So Iona is going to be a challenge, but I think UConn, UConn's the better team. And then Drake, Miami, and, and Kent State, Indiana are potential potential upsets. Jay, appreciate it so much. Enjoy the games today. Thanks again for the insight. Thank you. Absolutely. Jay Billis, ESPN College Basketball Analyst. Follow him on Twitter, at Jay Billis. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Okay, we're done. We're done. No more. It's over with? Yeah, no more. Okay. I promise. We don't have to bring it up anymore. Not anymore. Absolutely not. And the next that. time you'll see that will be in one shining moment. Yeah, let's go ahead and bring up another fan base's misery. Why don't we? We... <laughs> We shall, in just moments, a lot of fans, understandably so, are very upset about the Edwin Diaz injury. 
but some of them don't have a right to be. We'll explain. Switch to Boost Mobile for the power to save on one of America's largest 5G networks. It's Canty and Carlin for Greeny on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's a troll job right there. Yeah, I mean, listen, say. you might as well let Mets fans enjoy it. This is probably the last time they're going to hear this song for the rest of the oh, season. Oh, damn. Oh. Where's the lie? But it's just like, do you is it too to soon? You're getting mad at me about Virginia and you're sticking med feds like that? Well, misery loves company. Uh, apparently. Yeah. Cantia Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Met, uh, Mets closer Edwin Diaz out for the year, as we know, because of the injury he suffered the other night celebrating Puerto Rico's win over the Dominican Republic torn patella tendon. Here's Jeff Passan, ESPN MLB insider, on the impact of the injury. Edwin Diaz is widely regarded as a very good guy and somebody who people really like a lot and respect, and they understand how hard he works and how good he is. And to lose all of that in a moment, a moment that was nobody's fault, was a complete freak accident. It's just so unfortunate. And beyond the the short and long-term damage it does to Diaz, the unfortunate part is that the WBC is going to get blamed for this. Uh, these are the sorts of things that have long-term consequences, potentially, where guys might say, you know what, I don't want to play in this because my team that pays me is more important. A couple of things here, Canty. Number one, Diaz has done something 
that exceptionally few star athletes in New York have ever done. He came to town and was, frankly, awful for about the first year and a half. And yeah. everybody was ready to run him out of town. Mm-hmm. At one point, had him even questioning if he could perform here. And he has come back and performed at a phenomenal level, an incredible level. And he is incredibly likable. It's not often that you see that happen, especially in New York. I feel sick for him. I think if you're blaming the WBC, stop. Stop. This can happen in any instance. How many times have there been celebration injuries in Major League Baseball? Kendry Morales, it's happened with. It's happened with plenty of guys before. Cody Bellinger a few years ago. This is, it's just a freak accident you can't be mad about this yeah and i don't understand why people want to disparage the wbc in calling it a meaningless exhibition because if you ask those players it's anything but when we talked to buster only about it buster said yeah a straw poll was taken of those guys participating in the wbc and i think he said six guys on the dr team were asked which would you rather win a world series or the wbc five of the six said the wbc It shows you how much it means to them to compete for their country, in Puerto Rico's case, their territory, to be able to have that sense of pride in saying that our country is the best in the world and do it with your fellow countrymen. It means that much, especially in the places that we're talking about those, those teams being at, where baseball is the biggest sport that that country has. You know what I mean? So to me, the sense of pride that the players feel is important in terms of showcasing the game. And then also, from baseball's perspective, this is an opportunity to globalize the game, be able to get more eyeballs on your product, generate more interest, and thereby generate more revenue. Because that's the the part that nobody wants to acknowledge, especially the baseball diehards. Your sport has an issue when it comes to the fan demographic. They have the oldest average fan base of any team sport in North America. That's a problem, Carlin. And it's the late du- 50s. It's 57. <laughs> the WBC goes a long ways to helping to attract a younger fan to your game, especially with the energy and the enthusiasm that all the players approach the WBC with. You know, if you're a Met fan and you're going to get mad at the WBC, I mean, you had a player get run over by a wild boar on his own property. Oh, yeah. And you weren't this upset about we, we that. We forgot with, about the Cespedes you thing. Know, Cespedes. You forgot about Cespedes. Think about that for a second. He was run over by a wild boar. Yeah. And you weren't this upset. I get it. Diaz is amazing. Yeah. Diaz is fantastic. Don't blame this thing. And if you can be, if, yeah, here's the thing. You, you can be upset about it. I get understand. Yeah. I understand. But don't the blame the WBC. Don't blame. Don't and, don't demonize the but, WBC. But why are the people who are blaming the WC, WBC blaming it? Because those are the people who are not remotely interested in it. Yeah. And when you go back and watch some of these games, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you I've been locked in on every one because yeah. I haven't. That's not true. But people, it is really good baseball. Yes, and people I trust that have been locked in on it, and people who are guardians of the game, so to speak, have talked about there being real Game 7 vibes in some of these games. Oh, yeah. So I'm not I well, am just not look at the celebration that. that you saw from Edwin Diaz and his teammates where he got hurt. Yeah. Think about that. How many baseball regular season games do you see teams celebrating with that level of enthusiasm? You just don't see it. Now, now you hate that it happened in the midst of a celebration, 
But, I mean, it, this is one of those things that it's an unfortunate break for your team. But thank goodness, as a Mets fan, you have the richest owner in the sport, yep. and he's going to be willing to take on salary in trades at the deadline to get you somebody that can not be what Edwin Diaz was last year, but somebody that can give you confidence to close the door on the opposing team's offense in high-leverage situations. If this had happened three years ago, Chris, it would have been absolutely crushing. Yeah, and it, because it, the it Wilpons, because the Wilpons wasn't going to spend the money. Not they weren't going to take on salary in order to bring that kind of player in. You were going to see, an and awful- I say, and I say that as the Wilpons took on salary and Robbie Cano in order to get Edwin Diaz. Exactly, <laughs> it, it, but they they didn't even take on that. I mean, they took on enough to get that kind of a player, yeah. but ultimately ended up moving on from him and. And Kenty, the other thing that bothers me about it is if if you're a Met fan and you're looking, well, now we only got Adam Adovino, we've only got, uh, you know, Robertson, uh, to Brooks Raley to try to close, well, not by midseason. You will go out and trade. And no you doubt. will go out and get the closer if the Mets have a chance to win the World Series. No doubt. Make no mistake about it. So as bad as you feel today, season's not over. Season hasn't even started yet, and let's just let let this play out and see how it goes. I do feel sick for Diaz ultimately in this. So as far as the impact, it hurts. It's not crippling. Canty, there's one other story i got to get a quick take on. How about the Yankees not allowing – or not – I shouldn't say allowing. The Yankees players, when they get on the plane to travel – have to pay for the Wi-Fi. What? Yes. Yankee players, when they get on the Yankees charter, have to pay the eight bucks for the Wi-Fi on the plane. That's tacky. They don't give the free Wi-Fi. That is tacky. What is that about? That's, that's, That's not the class that you would expect from that organization. I mean, if you're a certain level of traveler in terms of being a, a frequent flyer, you get free Wi-Fi. Yeah. What, what is it? Uh, you're a Delta medallion man? Is, I, I'm, I, I'm on United. United. I, I haven't reached that level yet. You haven't reached there yet? No, but... I, you're closing in on it. I'm closing in. You're closing and in on it. eight bucks for the flight, not that big of a deal. And I, I have been on charter flights where you don't have to pay for it. I mean, that's like asking, that's Yankees. like asking players to pay for soda in the locker room with a vending machine. Like, yeah, just, the Oakland A's did that. In but, my but, ball. but that, but I mean, exactly. That's my point, though. You know what I mean? Like that. That is that is a Jace making players pay for the Wi-Fi. Like, stop yourselves. I mean, honestly, that's how we're paying for Aaron Judge's contract. Come on. Now, now wonder Aaron Judge held out for every single penny. Yeah, no kidding. He needs, he needs to pay for the Wi-Fi when they travel. And I'll tell you what, too, the quality of the Wi-Fi on most planes. Ain't worth the eight bucks. Exactly. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. On the way, we've got some show beef that we have to settle. And Canty is going to give you which teams have won the NFL offseason thus far. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greeny, the podcast. Earlier today on Greeny. What is it with all of you? I, I, I jump on KJM this morning. It's the first thing that they say. Yeah. I jump on Get Up this morning. First thing Greeny hits me with is the upset and asking me to react to it. Well, yesterday, you forced Bob Ritchie, the head coach of Furman, on me, and we had to interview him hours after they upset my alma mater. What the hell is going on with these people at ESPN? This is a conspiracy to needle Chris Candy, and I don't know when it's going to end. We had a bigger upset yesterday with Arizona falling to the Princeton Tigers, who were a 15 seed, the one Arizona Wildcats that were the favorite by Jay Billis and others to win the whole tournament. Why are we fixating on Virginia losing the Furman? Because you're here. I, I'm sorry, I did say before it was over, and apparently it's not. Our production people felt like they wanted to get their words. I, I don't understand why we feel like we need to run it back and re-rack all of this stuff about Furman upsetting Virginia. Why? Y'all hadn't gotten enough of it yet? No, no. Okay. It's because what, what's the, one of the best things in life? Okay. To really stick it to your friends as much as you possibly can. Really? It's Kit Hit Carlin on ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, Weekly Rewind was brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. We have some show beef to get to uh, here in 30 seconds that uh, you need to address with one of the other shows on the network. Okay. We're going to get to that in just a sec. If you're dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing, free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not, or if you're in need of a fresh charge. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that, too. They've got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they're the only place that you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. So Joe Fortenbaugh and Amber Wilson are on each evening, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, on ESPN Radio, Monday through Friday. And Joe and Amber, uh, last night... We're on talking about, well, what happened with Virginia. And Joe, in particular, was mentioning that he was going out of his way to not stick it to you, which, when you listen to it, it sounds a little counterintuitive. So you're telling me you reached out to Chris Canty to say to him that you're not reaching out to talk trash. But exactly. inadvertently, you doing so is, in effect, 
talking trash. No, no. Very clearly stated not talking trash because I have class. And anyone who knows the following about class knows the first rule of class is to tell people you have class. <laughs> and it was important I let him know. Now, he has responded. I will give you my text to him. Quote, I wanted on the record that after Furman beat Virginia, I did not reach out to talk expletive because I have class. He responds, fair and well played, my friend. I respond, Carlin, on the other hand, classless. Making <laughs> well, sure that is well known. And yeah, he like responds, yup, a real low life, that guy. So we're all in agreement <laughs> on that regarding Chris Carlin. I, I, apparently we are all in agreement on yes. that. Yeah. I, I, I told you to your face you're a real low life. Yes, that's true. Yes. Classless? Yeah, fair. Completely fair. No class. No, 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 no. He is right. One of the great tenets of having class is making sure you tell people that you have class. So you must have it. Isn't that a complete lack of class? Yes. The fact that you have to say that you have class? But isn't Shouldn't it Shouldn't it be one of those things that's understood and ain't got to be said? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you're getting mad at me. I never texted you about Virginia last night. I only... Talked about it for three hours. You had the coach of Furman on the damn show. (laughs) An hour after we lost. All that is, is exactly taking care of the audience. That, that's, it's a big news story. So you, you took no joy in having coach Bob Ritchie on the show and seeing the pain that I was in and trying to get through that interview with a moniker, modicum of professionalism. If you bleed, I bleed. That's the way I look at this. Really? Our That's teammates, uh, absolutely. So, so the Virginia loss hurt you as much as it hurt me? Uh, sure. Absolutely it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That answer didn't but give me a lot of confidence. But how did Joe and Amber get away, or Joe specifically, how does he get away with that? Joe said he wanted it on the record that he wasn't reaching out to poke fun at me. Then and why was he reaching out? Because he wanted to let me know that he wasn't going to make fun of me on his show like you made fun of me on our show. He could have just not done it and not ever told you that he was going to reach out. No, but I always needle Joe about him giving us crap all the time when he comes on our shows. Yeah. And so this was one of those instances when Joe said, you know what? I'm going to take the high road with Canty because I know he's in pain and I want this to serve as a reminder that I did that when I accuse him inevitably of being a lowlife. You know what I say to this? What is that? Screw Joe. That's right. I said that. Why would you want to say that? Because Joe is trying to do it under the guise of being classy, and that is not what that is. Well, he, he exhibited more class yesterday than you did. Well, when I can't com- argue with that. No, exactly. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, March is a huge month for basketball. It takes top talent to help these incredible teams get to this level. And if you're hiring, you can find top talent with ZipRecruiter. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. In just moments, we'll give you an opportunity to get through once again at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the new, latest with Aaron Rodgers and who needs to get it done sooner, the Packers or the Jets? And what are your expectations for him this year with the Jets? Big fella, I got to say something right now because the response on social media has just been bonkers. So get up this morning. Greeny asked me to go through the top five AFC quarterbacks now that the Jets have acquired Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. And I went through the list, one through five. Of course, Pat Mahomes is number one on the list, right? What's understood ain't got to be said. Of course. Joe Burrow, number two. Josh Allen, third. 
checking in at four, Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. and Trevor Lawrence fifth. The outrage that I'm seeing on Twitter right now after Get Up repost the video clip of me listing the top five is insane. I, I, I don't know when the entire world went crazy and saying that Aaron Rodgers is a top five quarterback and how he's better than any of the guys that I just listed going into the 2023 season. What's wrong with that list? I, I don't know. People are saying it's a hot take. I'm, I'm just trying to find where the hot in that take is. I don't. I thought it was okay. fact. I thought it was fair. You left out Lamar Jackson. Well, I mean, we don't. Lamar is a free agent. We right. don't know if Lamar is going to stay in the AFC. Right. That's why I didn't have him on the list. If, I also if, left if, out Tua. I didn't include Tua on it because no. of the injury history. Absolutely you didn't. And you could make the case that Tua had a much better season last year than Aaron Rodgers when he was on the field. And that's fair. Boy, I, I have no problem with your list. I myself, if I'm going to count Lamar still in the AFC, I would have... Aaron Rodgers, if you want to seven, if you want, point. yeah, I mean, if you want to say Lamar over Trevor Lawrence, okay, I'm fine with that. Trevor Lawrence, first year where he really showed us something, but it's also the first year he had a competent head coach. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget when he was drafted, he had to deal with Urban Meyer. It's hard to overcome the teams that you're playing against each Sunday when you got to overcome your own head it's coach. It's not Aaron Rodgers' fault that he got traded to a quarterback-rich or he's getting traded to a quarterback-rich conference. Yeah, but just because the guy won four MVPs doesn't mean he's the same quarterback, and everybody seems to be holding on to that. This is what drives me nuts he ain't, about this. Listen, he hasn't won a playoff game in two years. Carlin, over the last three years, Josh Allen has four times as many playoff wins as Aaron Rodgers. Chris, it's not Four just, times. It's not just that he hasn't won. He's been a big reason that his team has lost or not made the playoffs. He was a big reason that they lost to San Francisco a couple of years ago in yep. the cold when they didn't score an offensive touchdown. And yep. he was a big reason that they didn't make the playoffs last year because he didn't play well. And guys, you can take the injury and talk about it all you want. Here's what I know. When a guy's on the field, I don't care about the injury. It's not, it's are you hurt or are you injured? And if he has a broken hand, okay, he figured out a way to play, that removes the excuse. Just the same way that people talk about Brett Favre in 08, mm-hmm. well, he got, he got hurt, but he was still playing. He was out, he was helping well, here, out there and here, threw three here, picks. Here's the other side of that, though. Everybody says, well, the Giants game was where he injured the thumb. That was week five. That was week yeah. five. Like, if we're going to say that the thumb was an excuse, well, what happened when they won four of their final five games? What happened happened when they were going on that run? Was the thumb an excuse then? Not a peep. He was playing well. Absolutely. I didn't hear the thumb being a big concern when they beat Miami down in South Beach. Nothing that you said. I mean, I I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. Nothing that you said is outlandish. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. This is Grainy coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. All right, Canty has got the list of the top five teams that have had the best offseasons so far. Who has won the offseason so far? Number five. The New Orleans Saints finally getting a quarterback in Derek Carr. And I get it, not a lot of people get excited about Derek Carr, but when you drop him into that organization with the skill position players that they have to work with, Chris Olave, Taysom Hill, and Alvin Kamara, this team should win the NFC South going away. 
Number four, the New York football giants. And it had more to do with retaining their own players than it did anything else. But having the opportunity to sign Daniel Jones to a team friendly deal, then franchise tag Daniel Jones, re-signing Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard and trading for Darren Waller. This team has upgraded the offensive weapons around Daniel Jones. And this is going to be an opportunity for him to take that next step with the continuity that they're going to have and dropping in an impact player in Waller. Number three. I got to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Not only do you make the Kansas City Chiefs weaker, but you make your team stronger by poaching Orlando Brown Jr. in free agency. And what has been the biggest issue with the Cincinnati Bengals the last few years? Not being able to keep Joe Burrow upright. Still took too many hits in 2022. And so this gives him a left tackle that that offensive line from a protection standpoint can leave on an island and give help elsewhere across the front. Number two. I got to go with the New York Jets being able to pull off a coup and land Aaron Rodgers. There's a reason why this team is tied for the fourth shortest odds to win the Super Bowl in 2023. It's because they have number 12. And I ain't talking about Joe Willie. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. They go from being a seven-win team to a team that can dream about winning a title. Number one. The Chicago Bears. And how couldn't you? How couldn't you know that they were going to win the offseason? Big-time free agent spending speed, being able to get Nate, Nate Davis to play offensive guard along that front, upgrading the talent there, adding Tremaine Edmonds, a 24-year-old linebacker. But the biggest get for them was trading for D.J. Moore and a bevy of first-round first picks and second-round picks in order to build around Justin Fields for the future. Getting him a true number one receiver, we've seen it in the past, how it allows quarterbacks to take that leap. We saw it last year with Jalen Hurts. We saw it with Stephon Diggs. We've seen it time and time again throughout the National Football League. When you get that number one receiver, a guy that can dictate front and coverage, it makes that quarterback, that young quarterback, exponentially better. Okay. It's a pretty good list. It's a pretty good list. I do think there's one, I wouldn't call it a glaring omission, but an omission. I put the Cowboys on that list. And the reason is Stephon Gilmore and also the fact that they have ensured that they have a solid backup on a really good deal with Cooper Rush. But the Gilmore move, I think, is really a difference maker the more I look at it. I mean, Chris, he's not who he was as defensive player of the year, but they needed this to really solidify what can be a dominant, dominant group. It may have put them a lot closer to winning that NFC East. Hashtag KOD. KOD. That would be your kiss of death. The, the kiss Cowboys. of death. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why the Cowboys-Gilmore move is a wash when you compare it to the other offseason moves. Mm. They got rid of Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator. So what they're doing is heaping more responsibility on a coach that's already shown himself to struggle when it comes to game management, clock management, and overall team discipline. Now we're going to make him the play caller? Mm-hmm. I don't love it. Yeah, I don't think this is going to go the way that Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys envision. Mike, it's on you, boo. Let's see what you got. I don't give a damn how good Stephon Gilmore can be with Trayvon Diggs. I don't trust the head coach. Kiss of Death brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Listen, it's understandable that that would be the case, uh, how you feel about it. But if I'm the Cowboys defensively now, doesn't that take some of that pressure off? of that offense at this point. I, I think it takes a little bit of the pressure it takes off. takes pressure off the offense? Because that defense is so good, 
takes a little bit of pressure off. That offense needs a playmaker opposite of CeeDee Lamb in the passing game to take pressure off. That's what they need. Like, everybody keeps talking about rebuilding the running game. No, you need to go out and get another player that can be a tandem with CeeDee Lamb like Amari Cooper was once upon a time. It's easy. DeAndre Hopkins. That's an easy one for the Cowboys to go out and get. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.